0: everyone this, hello this is witchy bites podcast we're up to episode 37 and i'm liz and i'm hanny and today we want to talk to you about free witchcraft yeah we're all, we're
1: all feeling it a bit at the moment so we thought well why don't we go through a few tips tricks different things we've thought of to to make your witchcraft life a little bit cheaper or free <laughs> hopefully free i did both right. i did a f- i've got some free stuff and some cheapy stuff
0: oh yeah yeah i yeah. went i went free so <laughs> but that's good we could talk about both that's good what have you been up to honey what have i been up to i've
1: been having some crazy dreams recently which i think might have some significant personal meaning but i will wait and see how that goes (laughs) Uh, that also means i'm quite tired all the time though (laughs) (laughs) so besides that not a lot work is going well for me i'm settling into my higher position which is good that's about my whole life at the moment really not sleeping very well and having weird dreams and getting used to the new job what about you So
0: I've been (laughs) really fucking busy. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way, though? Mostly. So I got voted in as the president of the Tasmanian Pagan Alliance Incorporated, uh, which is huge, and Mm. we're currently in the process of just getting things running after it's been in caretaker mode for a year, and it's taking a lot of work, Mm -hmm. Um, and we had our AGM last week, so that was really good like a week where it we can move forward and then hopefully start doing events and stuff which is gonna take exciting. time yeah but yes it will take time, time but-, <laughs> but it is exciting and it's a really good committee and everyone's working really hard and it's just it's a be, it's a really positive experience so far which is good and then the other thing is the thing that I, like, really want to talk about, which I've just finished, other, well, other than talking to Hannah for an hour, but before yeah. <laughs> then i just finished it. So I did this five-hour class here in Hobart, and it's called Soul Collage, which apparently mm. is really popular, popular in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and in Europe. Yeah, Less so here. There's only two yeah. teachers in the whole of Tasmania. Crazy. I know. Yeah, I, had, I think I had heard of this. But I hadn't actually done it,
1: so I'm excited to hear what you thought. Oh, well,
0: one, I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> Poor Hannah had to, like, just have me buzzing around her house because it, like, was so energetically invested. <laughs> mm. so, and she couldn't tell me about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's save it for the podcast. podcast. <laughs> so what Soul Collage is, it's kind of like making your own Oracle cards using the medium of collage the The course that I did is actually was actually with a licensed art therapist, which is really exciting. Not that this is an art therapy session, session, like, yeah. but it was like it's like a tool that you could potentially use in that kind of space. And so what we did was we uh, she like talked through the process of what soul collage is. Like it's mm-hmm. something that was made in the nineteen eighties and. And then we got like a blank piece of card and we had to go and we had 15 minutes to make our first card. It had to be all on intuition. But you did have a prompt, didn't you, our, the prompt, for the first one? The prompt was make a card. Like we mm-hmm. had been showing what kind of cards you can make. Yeah. And we had to choose a background and a subject. Okay. So a subject could be like an animal or like a person or something like that. And the background, well, it's whatever. And yep. it was whatever just appealed to you. It wasn't even like a a huge like it wasn't like you were really actively Mm -hmm. thinking it was just like grab grab Mm. put your collage together and create a card and then we were prompted to talk about it Mm -hmm. and we had to journal and the first prompt was from the perspective of the card so it was almost like so the prompt was I am one who, and then you go on and say. Yeah, I am one who dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Like, I
1: am one who does this or is this or can
0: be <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, like, it was really cool. So that was our first part of the, the session. And then we had two hours to then make as many or as little cards as we wanted in that space. Okay. Um, With the same prompt or different prompt? So this was a case of us, like, we could put in as much thought into what we wanted the card to represent Mm -hmm. or as intuitive as we wanted it to be. And all of mine were intuitive. Like I didn't have the space to really think about a thing properly and create it because I'm just, you know, just, yeah, just wanted it to be intuitive. Yeah. So yeah. And then at the end of that, we sat down and then we journaled again with the same prompt and then we read with our cards to ourselves because they're our soul cards. So they're for us and for our own I like soul that. purpose. So it was like this real mix of like witchy and you didn't have to be like really super artistic because it was collage and, yeah, it was just fantastic. And I really – she's doing another class in the end of this month and I kind of want to go with Luke to mm-hmm. like have like a like – even though he's not like witchy or – spiritual in that way i think he'll enjoy the creative process of it so yeah it was fantastic um and like just gonna say not sponsored and i haven't even conveyed how amazing this course is because i fucking loved it It yeah, was am so inspired good. i was so
1: happy when you said there was another one after seeing you come in buzzing <laughs>
0: like i want to go now <laughs> i've like collapsed a little bit now and i've just got that like you know when you have like a like it feels like we did like a ritual, like yep. almost in that it was a five-hour mm. class. So it's a long time. It is a long mm. time to be up, and now I've kind of collapsed back in on myself. So I'm not conveying the enthusiasm, but I loved it. So if anyone in Hobart, in particular, or if you're in Launceston, you want to travel for it, so it's a th- when did you say it was? Um, I think the next. One, I can't tell you exactly when the next one is. I think the it was end the of this month, twenty eighth of August. Yes. Yeah. And it is with Brooke and she is on Instagram um, at Creative Roots Wellness. So I'll put it in the show notes. But um, if you're in Hobart, I highly recommend it. It was really good. It cost 60 bucks, which was that's like not, it, it like should nothing. be more. She yeah. should be charging more. But I think it's because this was her first class in Hobart. So, yep. yeah, so that's um, – yeah, so I just, I can't rave about it enough. We should go. We should do the next one. I, re- I really want to. I'll and go, for that price, yeah. I'll go again. Like yeah. I'll happily it, go through and sit through the whole process again, even though I've done it. So, yeah. Okay, we'll do it. You want to do it? We'll do all it. All right, cool. All right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so if anyone um, is interested in that, like it is all over the world, so you can look up Soul Collage and check out people. So Yeah,
1: when this first
0: started to describe it,
1: I was like, I- I've heard of this. I think I've heard someone... Who did something really similar and the more she talked about it it was exactly the same <laughs> so i'm assuming this was another practitioner yeah who had yeah because the thing i read about a few years ago was you know they needed training to do this and there was more involved than just cutting pictures out of magazines kind of thing so yeah i'd say it was the same thing
0: and i'll mm-hmm. put my cards up i'll share them both on my personal and on the witchy bites mm-hmm. podcast so people can look at them if they want to as witches you could make it a really like once you sort of
1: know what to do if you wanted to even just do that intuitive exercise the first 15 minute one you could make it really ritualized you could put it into a Formal sort of setting, I suppose. Well,
0: uh, if you wanted, yeah. So, one of the other people there is also part of the TasPagan Alliance, and uh-huh. we're all trying to encourage Brooke to like do one for each of the festivals. So, like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. So, make like a one that like represents, say, spring equinox with yeah, like yeah. new growth and blah, 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 yeah. and you know, all that stuff. So, like, and then ha- then you could even have like an eight set for all the seasonal yeah. festivals. And yeah, I mean, you could do it yourself. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just, that
1: aspect of it is just a collage, but it's. I think it's it's a whole process and, and what like the prompts she had obviously yeah. were, you know, there's much more involved than just making a collage. But even thinking about doing that, I often would like to do really creative things in circle or just as part of a ritual, mm. but I feel I am not... Like I can't draw very well, so obviously people go, "Oh, I'm not creative if I can't draw." But that's not true, and yeah. this is a real open—I won't say easier, particularly, but it's a—it's a an accessible
0: way to be creative. Yeah. One of the things I loved was that like we all approached it differently. Like, yeah. um, like there was one person there that really loved like big white spaces in their cards, and like for me, you can like what I've shown Yours you. Yours had no white space, I don't think at all. I, I was like, <laughs> cover up all the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, so it and it was. Yeah, it was just amazing and, like, yeah. when, when someone picks up their card, like, you don't have to share, it's an yep. option, only if we want to. Like, yeah. one of them was, like, oh, this card, it was, like, a lioness and then, like, a house cat and she mm-hmm. was, like, that's my mother and that's, you know, like. Oh, wow. like, like So that. symbolic. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, and, like, hey. when you look at it, you think, oh, it's a cat and a lion, but then when you hear it, you're, like oh, oh yeah. yeah so i just yeah i can't rave about it enough it was amazing and um and even someone's interpretation of your cards will be very different
1: oh yeah to your own interpretation so it could be something really personal and you could still share it without sharing what it is so yeah. for you it might be really personal but you could still because when you said you're going to put your cards up i thought oh that's that's brave of you like i'm glad you want to but The interpretation could be really, you know, really different. And they're
0: Mm. they're my soul. So they're, yeah, my soul cards. Um, And literally, like, the cards we have here, in the US they have smaller cards. Like, the paper sizes are different to here. Yeah, okay. So these ones are just A5, just paper from Officeworks. Like, it's not exactly, you know, uh, like, it's card, but it's, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's really fun and we should definitely do it and I can't wait. Okay. Yeah. Done. River. And I want Luke to come too, so hopefully he will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's sort of, that even fits in with my the theme really. Like to me that was quite, I mean, $60 is a lot of money, but for what you got out of it, I'd say that was really cheap for that big, long, involved workshop. So it does fit with the theme.
0: <laughs> in a roundabout kind of way. <laughs> and, I mean, like you could, you don't... It, how how do i say that you pa- paper is mm. generally people have paper in their home like yeah. you know or um and if you're not comfortable with drawing and you might be able to find like a magazine from the like national geographic magazines often have really nice pictures and you could rip them out and collage with that so like you know uh, it's accessible it's accessible not free but it's accessible so you know and it's it's low cost and you can make your own oracle cards that way so yeah definitely and you don't have to go and spend like 600 bucks on (laughs) 600 bucks that's a bit of a over exaggeration (laughs) but you know yeah Yeah. i
1: mean it's and then it will be really personal for you as well Mm. like and like I said, it won't mean the same to you as it does to someone else.
0: So That's right. And it has yeah. and I feel like when I when I hold the cards, I have a connection We can them. feel it, yeah. Yeah. And I mean I've only just like, like like, you know, it was five hours and I've just like explained parts of this workshop. Yeah. There was more to it than that. And there was yeah, more yeah. time spent getting to know your cards and more yeah. techniques that I can then take away and yes. do with the rest of my cards. So yeah. So yeah. again, if you're in, in Hobart, do look up Brooks. Instagram, Definitely, and it'll be in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes, yeah. All the details. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's exciting. I can't wait. I want to. <laughs> I want to go. I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have what we think is going to be a bit more of a chatty sort of episode ahead of oh, us. yeah, It's just going to be our thoughts and our feelings towards how you don't have to have all the expensive tools like that's great if you want to Um, and if you can and if you can and you know and it really is a case of sometimes it's not possible or you don't want to no yeah so this Mm. is some ideas for how to use what's around you in your practice yeah
1: and just tips and ideas for things that you know to get things at a lower cost or just or free really and also to show that yeah you don't you don't have to invest all of this money to do it properly in any way.
0: In fact, when I do a lot of my magic I'm not using any tools. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently my magic usually involves write stuff on paper uh, that I've ripped out of like a cheap notebook and then burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Into My Cauldron, <laughs> which is actually a campfire cast iron pot that I got on sale from a camping store for, like, 12 bucks years ago. And, yeah, and, and matches and, like, paper. Yeah. that Those are my tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have other paraphernalia. I don't think any of it's new besides candles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah. that I think about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: And some of it has a real significance. Other things are just things i like the look of at an op shop or thrift or thrift shop if you're in the u.s (laughs) um and yeah just picked up and was like this is cool actually i will say this i had some wonderful glass bottles that i wanted to use as decoration and i thought i might put um like spelled water because they were darker put spelled water in or like moon or sun water and i got them home and they had awful awful energy and now they live in a shed (laughs) Oh, you at, had to put them in your shirts. They have shirt. to be
0: outside.
1: Wow! Because I had them in the house and I hated it.
0: Oh wow! And even my mum
1: came over and she was like, "Those are gross." <laughs> So now they're, like, outside in um, what used to be the toilet, (laughs) outdoor loo. There's no loo there now but the little building's still there and they live in the toilet with um, my gardening (laughs) utensils. Oh, wow. So they have to be outside.
0: Yeah, so you're going to have to bury them or something to try and get the
1: I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I might just turf them. I could probably sell them for a lot of money, actually, because some of them are very old. One's, like... Oh, not arsenic, but something slightly poisonous that was used in hospitals, from, like, very early on. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I think they're both disgusting now. But, yeah, they live outside. <laughs> um, I got them for free, but, um, yeah. Okay. Do you want okay. me to start because I have m- a few more?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or did we want to try and, like, hit topics and then...?
1: Well, I've got lists and they okay. sort of weave into one another.
0: Okay. But I thought I...
1: I thought what we'd do is just, like, tag team it until we run out. Okay. Sounds good. Because I'm assuming we've probably got a lot of the same stuff. That seems likely.
0: Yeah. All right. Do you want to start then?
1: Okay. So my first tip for witchcraft on the cheap. Now, I also, there were a few of these that were, like, go to the internet and look at things, which I took out because that seems obvious. (laughs) So my first thing that I found. So I've got a list of free stuff and then a list of low cost, like tips to save money, um, which we don't have to do if we don't get there. <laughs> so my first free thing is foraging for supplies. Ooh. Learn what is native in your area. Take only what you need, and please do not eat, burn, or put anything on your skin unless you're two hundred and fifty million percent sure what it is, because you could be allergic to it. <laughs> so. I guess this goes back to some of the things that we've talked about before where it's like getting to know your local area and, like, what's native in your area. And, like, particularly in Australia you'll look up, like you might look up meanings for different plants or animals or things like that, and there's not a lot particular to us. So it's more a case of looking around and seeing, you know, what's growing at the time, what animals are around at the time, and then incorporating that into your spell work. Um, these aren't native, but at the moment in my backyard I have wild snowdrops. So I'm thinking of making some flower essences from them. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Just because they're there now (laughs) and there's more than one so I can, and they're not native here, so I can take, obviously take them and there'll be no problem. Yeah. Yeah. So that's
0: my first tip. Yeah. Mm. So with wild foraging, I would even say, It's good if you know what the plan is. Yeah. But honestly, if you don't, just if you have an intention for a spell Mm. and you set out on a walk with your intention and you say, I'm looking for a plant that can help me in achieving my goal. Yeah. And then you feel like you're attracted to a plant. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, feel free to to incorporate that into your spell of course do all the right things like asking yep. politely if you can have some and wait to sense what you can feel from it mm. and then and make note of it because like yeah. that could then become a plan ally for that type of magic and mm, you might not know what it is it's great if you can figure it out like yeah. if you look it up later yeah
1: um but, but- you don't need to know beforehand you no. don't have to go and go i want to find i don't know I want to find some pine cones because they mean this, and blah blah blah. I want to do this. You could yeah. just go out and go. I need something for strength or courage or yeah. to make more money or I don't know anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you and, don't you don't have to know what anything is, and yeah, as long as you're not taking whole plants, cut <laughs> the whole tree down. Bye. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> just cutting this tree down to use in my witchcraft. <laughs> this fifty foot tree. Um, yeah, just be respectful of of the area and, and the plant itself. And, yeah, don't ingest anything
0: <laughs> at all, basically. <laughs> and if you don't know what it is, definitely don't ingest. Yeah,
1: I would suggest not. Because I know that sometimes, even with the flower essence, some people talk about putting the flower in the water, some people put it talk about putting the flower beside the water to infuse. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm probably going to just put the flower near the water because I don't know, there might be some, because some plants have, Toxins, and you only need to have a minute amount of it. From what I've read, flower essences, everything says you know, it's, it gets you end up with such a small amount of the actual plant, it's more about the energy from the plant. So, yeah, safe to make it out of almost anything. But I've also read about plants that can kill you if you have hardly any of
0: it. So, <laughs> just err on the side of caution, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's all, and again, it,
1: that's actually about energy and intention. So, the same as your spell work, so you don't have to like physically have the plant in you or on you. Mm. You can just have it there or you can have an image of it or words.
0: No, that was, <laughs> no, that that's, that's very true. And, mm. yeah, and the other thing I was thinking about when we are talking about plants is that there are edible food foraging pages for local areas. So, like. And some um,
1: really good books out for Australia now on foraging,
0: which yes. is good. So if you were looking for a book you might like to check with your local library oh yeah we're talking about free stuff sorry i was just books my god yeah there's one i actually want to buy Um, but there's apps and there's like you know so like you might be able to find say blackberries or apple or yep Deal, I don't know, like that, you just mm. have a look and see if there's these ads. So in Tassie, use. I
1: think it's fennel. There's lots of fennel. fennel. and it's <laughs> I was trying to think yeah, fennel, deal. They're actually really <laughs> close, which I didn't know. They actually even look alike, so you, you're fine. Um, yeah, fennel's like chronically bad down here. They want it to be gotten rid of. So if you see fennel and you know that it's fennel, feel free to like rip the plant out <laughs>
0: <In> <laughs> if this you're case. in Tassie.
1: But, it's also knowing that and even like um, things like wild apples, they're not native here, like mm. apples that have self-seeded. So unless it's in somebody's yard, if it's on public land, you could probably go and yeah. just take them. Yeah, I would, if it's near a main road or a place where lots of cars are going back and forth, I'd be careful about even eating apples or food from that area that you're foraging. Some people say it's fine, but it can The toxins from being near the cars can get into the food, so just be aware of that. If you're actually going to eat stuff, I'd suggest not (laughs) still. But, yeah, so be aware of where the thing is.
0: But if you're using it magically
1: and you're not going to put it on or in your person, it should be fine.
0: I know that they say foraging in bushland, like obviously be careful. If you're in, like, native parks, you do not want to take anything from... But I was, they're doing some road works, and unfortunately, it meant they had to remove some of the apple trees from an Aww. orchard. But I emailed the owners and asked yep. if I could take some of their apple mm-hmm. trees that they had to remove. So now I have apple that I can use in incense, like apple cool. I could use in incense and stuff like that. And nice. Sad mm-hmm. that it got ripped out, but at least now I can use it. Yeah. And it's not wasted. Hopefully, the energy there won't be so bad. It doesn't feel bad. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and apple trees are very sacred to my practice. So for mm-hmm. me to find that source, yep. I even messaged him and said, "I really want to make a staff." Yeah, I know this is weird, and he was like, "That's not weird. Come help yourself." <laughs> so you know, cool. like, and yeah. that was free. So yeah,
1: yeah. That's the other thing. Um, one of my tips from later on is um, offering to help neighbors with like weeding their garden. Mm-hmm. If you know about like different weed plants that you can actually eat, because there's a lot of them. And you know 200% that that's what it is. But, yeah, if you you know those things, yeah, offer to weed someone's yard or, you know, help them prune a tree and then it's like, can I just take some of this? So you're helping someone out, but you're also going to get, actually get something out of it that you can use. That's like a waste product
0: anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next tip. Your turn. So I know that a lot of witches, particularly on like, uh, social media and stuff, there's a lot of talk about crystals and using crystals and, and that kind of thing. You can use normal everyday stones in your witchcraft practice. You do not have to buy crystals. And crystals nope. can be fairly cheap, but you do not have to buy them. Gosh, so no, no. And you can – and, like, I have so many – I have I have a stone on my altar that I picked up from a church that got removed because I knew oh. that the stone would have sacred energy with it yeah. and it lives on my altar. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like there are just things like that that you – or you go for a bushwalk and you find a stone that has meaning for you. It's mm-hmm. still as special as – I don't even say more special in some yeah. ways than crystals. So yeah. don't feel like you have to use – Like purchased – Purchased yeah. stones in your practice. And you can also fossick, but do check your local laws about that because yeah. sometimes you need permits. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: We're big on permits down here in Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And yeah. then it will cost you, but yeah. it's like if you want to do it. But like you can, you can collect stones just out on your walks and use mm. them in your practice.
1: Like I do know there's a beach. I won't say where it is here, but um, in Hobart there is a beach where you find carnelians just oh, on the beach.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I haven't been there recently and found any. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to go. Um you can. <laughs> um, but again, like if you go out looking for things like that. Don't just take all of them, no. <laughs> <laughs> take you know take a few make make it so that they're special for you. Don't just yeah, take heaps.
0: that's still one of my regrets is that I told someone where a beach that had hagstones, and the next thing I know is they collected a bunch of them and they were offering them for barter on on Instagram, and I was really disappointed because that's mm. not the point of that magic of that space, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's also like maybe keep some of those things under wrap because it's that. Yeah,
1: yeah. That can. Mm.
0: Yeah. Anyway, mm. <laughs> don't take more than you need.
1: <laughs> Personally, <that>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. My next one is divination with nature. Ooh. So you can read cloud patterns or patterns in sand or rocks, or you can read bird flight patterns. Now wait, it's
0: bird augury. A a-u-g-u-r-y which i just don't talk to me about pronunciation (laughs) (laughs) reading the flight patterns
1: of birds supposedly there is like um a set of meanings behind that but in just about anything there's a set of there can be a set of meanings and i would say maybe make up your own yeah observe patterns in nature that you see and then you can use it as a form of divination i know When I first started, that felt really stupid. Like I was just making stuff up. (laughs) Yeah. But as I've gotten more comfortable with it, yeah, I do put my own meanings behind things more than I used to. But yeah, I can understand if that feels a bit weird. There's lots of stuff I didn't want to do internet, but yeah, there's lots of free information on the internet. Or go to the library.
0: Yeah, libraries like Mm. they do have. It may not be the exact pagan witchy book that you're looking for but they do have witchy books
1: yeah and even like um there's a lot of i meant to write them down there's a few good authors i'll give you the name of a couple and they have like you know how to navigate in nature there's one guy in particular a british guy and he talks about how you navigate in nature and what the meat like more traditional sort of bush forest skills Uh but it's it's like how to navigate by the stars how to read the water how to tell what an animal will do by you know what it's done before its tracks and those kinds of things and he's written a fair few good books they are british so you know yeah not australian yeah but yeah he has a lot of like weather he has a few books about how to read weather and stuff yes it's like more scientific or bush you know nature outdoor skills yeah but that fits with this like yeah. you know you can see a storm's coming because of which way the obviously the wind blows but like all oh, the animals are going this way or they're doing this or the birds are flying this way so yes it's sort of it's not divination yeah per se but yeah. it also will give you the patterns to look for yeah and if certain things have certain meaning for you already just knowing about different animal movements or the way the water goes cuz there's a whole lot of stuff about the flow of the water in lakes or rivers and that kind of thing. I think he has a whole book on reading water, Oh, how to read the water. (laughs) Oh, I need to buy that book. (laughs) I'll show it to you after this because it's in my book room. (laughs) I have a few of his books. They're really good. But, yeah, they're they're British, sorry. But things like, yeah, reading the water, observing water and things like that would would work here. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Yeah, so we'll put him in and, yeah, look for him in your local library.
0: Yay. I think his name's
1: like Goodfellow or something. Goodfellow. My
0: name is Goodfellow and I share good knowledge. Mr. Goodfellow. Yeah. I guess on top of like talking about divination, you can also make your own. Tarot cards or Oracle oracle cards. cards, Or (laughs) you could even like, I don't know, pick acorns and get a Sharpie and yep and draw runes on them i don't know like there's someone so... did that i read about someone who did exactly oh, that oh really acorns, yeah <laughs>
1: and they put them in the bag and they just draw out and that was their first set of runes i can't remember who that was that was a long time ago it was
0: cool yeah but i tried to do mine with gum nut gum nuts yeah, yeah. and they shrunk and shrivel because uh-huh. they were those big like oh, gum nuts, and I, made, and I was like oh damn it <laughs> nice no. idea in theory yeah yeah <laughs> acorns would be better <laughs> Or even just little flat
1: stones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, anything like that.
0: Um, I saw someone because I was listening to a podcast the other day Mm -hmm. and they mentioned that they um, made their runes using pennies so that they're in the US and they just drew on them with sharpies and that was their. Isn't that actually illegal in Australia, defacing currency? Yep, <laughs> yeah, but you could wipe it
1: off. <laughs> or you could just use, like, one or two cent pieces.
0: You're not going <laughs> to... Which are not a legal currency here anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, yeah. like, you know, so, like, just have a look around. Like, you could probably, not that I'd want to, but you could probably do it with bottle caps if you I don't know, like, there's just so many things you could do it with. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd prefer more natural things, but... Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah,
1: it depends on... If that's important to you,
0: yeah, might not be. It doesn't have to be
1: like. Or if you, if getting out into nature in that way is a bit of a problem for you due to some kind of disability or even just agoraphobia kind of stuff, which I can relate to, yeah, use bottle caps if they're there and they're more accessible for you, and it means you can still participate. Mm. Go for it. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that.
0: Well, like, like I don't know, cut out cardboard from cereal boxes. And- yeah. And just draw the runes on there, like, I mean, or tarot cards. You don't even have to draw. You can just write, I don't know, full (laughs) and a zero. (laughs) Like, it's not like you have to go crazy with it. It's all
1: about the intention. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you can still charge them and bless them and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Is it my turn? Yes. It is. Okay. So I was thinking about how, about sound in particular. And... And something you can do is, like, a lot of us, we have pots and pans and wooden spoons in our in our kitchen. So if you want to, like, you know, cleanse a space, one of the really, what, what I first learned was to bang a pot and pan. And How traditional is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, and walk around the house doing that, where now people, like, bring bells and, you know, they use singing bowls and stuff, but, like, pot and pan. And you can do that for anything. You can use it for clearing your own, like, bad energy Mm -hmm. Um, i use fern fronds oh yeah yeah so um because like one of the things i did was a like a conjuring course which i've talked about on the podcast before and they talked about using chicken's legs which is obviously not something i'm going to do in my practice
1: i'm not going to do that my gosh
0: (laughs) but it is traditional for other parts of
1: the world yeah Yeah, totally exactly
0: and as a vegan i'm not going to do that so i (laughs) so i I found that fern fronds have been used in similar things so nice so that's what i do now instead so it's kind of like and none of those things have to cost money either nice. so you can yeah clear space mm-hmm. with that or i don't know maybe you can make a beat with it i don't know how well you could <laughs> meditate to that but try like it's Mm-mm-mm. or like even a box like
1: yeah you know? or just record like do it for a full minute so it's not really repetitive and then loop it that's right, your
0: voice, yes. your voice is I just... I hate a, listening
1: to my own voice.
0: <laughs> okay, so don't record your voice if you hate listening to your voice, but chant, chant free. Mm, mm. Like sound, you can use so many sounds and mm. it doesn't have to be a guided meditation even no. though they're readily accessible on YouTube. Yeah. But, you know, it, it can be you don't have to buy a bell or a... No. Singing bowl or, mm. you know, a drum even. No. Like... You know, I don't have a drum because I don't use animal parts in my practice. So,
1: and I brought my drum for ten dollars from an antique store.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and that, I haven't used it. I just really liked it. Yeah, but so yeah. that's you know. So, <clears throat> um,
1: my next one is earthing and grounding, Ooh. and I've just got go o- go outside, <laughs> <laughs> go outside. Yeah, but earthing and grounding, like, um, so earthing is getting in touch with the earth. And grounding is, this person explained it as um, the, the, the root coming out of your root chakra and mi- mingling your energy with the earth. So mm-hmm. the two different aspects. But yeah, those things, they're like a fundamental component of a lot of people's practice in different ways. And yeah, they're free. They don't cost anything. Nope. Mm.
0: I like to imagine like when I'm getting ready to like kind of center myself, like mm-hmm. a and this is because i'm such a wallaby mother i like to see a like a kangaroo tail like come out and just like sit there and anchor me like that's, oh that's really nice yeah Cause that is
1: exactly what the kangaroo tail is actually for yeah which people
0: don't really know <laughs> yeah it balances yeah.
1: them and grounds them
0: yeah. yeah so like i use that because
1: because the kangaroo and wallabies as well like they couldn't actually jump the way they do without their tails Oh, I have. Yeah, it,
0: because it'd be know. disbalanced. <laughs> oh, okay, but I don't. I'm saying just, it to a like, No, hopefully <laughs> I, I'm not wrong. I just watch. <laughs> I, I just watch them like fly through the bush, like yeah. when they want food, like whoosh, <laughs> <laughs> and they can leap really high. Yeah, but yeah, I think
1: like because some of them will use their tail for different things, mm. but yeah, I don't think they could bounce in this in that very Wallaby kangaroo way without their tail. <laughs> yeah, I did read that somewhere. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. If I'm wrong, can you check and then like edit Delete that out? This out.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I can do that. <laughs> this is <are> so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm. yeah, and like visualization as well. Like yeah, totally all of it free. Yeah. All of it's free. And like I would even say if you can move energy and you can visualize,
1: you can create magic.
0: It's all you need.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it takes more how would I put it, it takes more will to do it that way. Like you've got to be really more focused. And I do find if I have tools and, you know, paraphernalia a lot or a little, it's helpful. And if I physically say words out loud, it's better than just internally saying it. Hmm. But, yeah, you don't actually need stuff. Did you hear that?
0: my knee and my ankle? (laughs)
1: Like most parts of Liz's leg just (laughs) cracked.
0: Keep getting getting cramps in my leg. Uh, yeah. Your turn. Next one. My next one. Um so I was thinking about offerings. Okay. I think that's on my list too. Here you go. <laughs> so one of the things I was thinking about was like, you know, there's this there's a real uh focus on giving offerings that are like like can be like tobacco or mm-hmm. like um alcohol and things like that which are expensive <laughs> which are expensive especially more expensive here. now <laughs> yeah. we get taxed really high for both of those things in yep. Australia I was thinking about that and how how you don't actually have to spend a lot of money to give that kind of devotional practice of giving an offering so like it could be like you could be making dinner and you have something that you can, you can give, or a cup mm-hmm. of tea, it could be like water from the river.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Water is free, you know. Yeah, and you can, you know, get put some intention in there if you want to, and then put it on your altar. For
1: and I just had the thought you could collect some of your shower water. Oh, um, yes, it's like you've washed in, but it will have a bit of you in it, yeah, uh huh, yeah. And then you could charge it or whatever you wanted to do. And yeah, it sounds a bit weird, but yeah, you grey water. <laughs> <laughs> but I find that because it had been on my person and I yeah. had used it, you know, in a pretty intimate way, showering, yeah. You're yeah, naked, yeah, it'd have more. I don't know, more of myself. So sure. it might be a better, not a better, but um, more intimate offering.
0: Yeah,
1: sure, mm, might be have more power to it.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thought. I had yeah. never thought about that ever. No, so. I me mean, neither, till just then. <laughs> I'm more likely to give tea. But <laughs> the other thing I read was about that um,
1: a suggestion somewhere was to like have your offering bowl in your kitchen. Ah, so it's right there. So where it's you're right on. there, and you mm. go, oh, yeah, offering. So you're cooking something, and you just put a little bit in there. And then you can do something with it or you can just leave it as the offering in your kitchen if you want to.
0: I would really like to in my new house whenever mm-hmm. it gets built and I have to get past a certain person that also will be living in the house. Um, I want to have like a little triangle in the corner of my kitchen, mm-hmm. like a like a shelf mm-hmm. where I have like just a candle and, and an offering bowl and that can be like my ancestor Kitchen altar. altar
1: older. Yeah, this
0: alter. would be my ancestor older in the ah, half of my kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of what I – like I still have my other ancestor older because yep. I've got this beautiful stand that I was given from someone who's now passed on, so like mm-hmm. I'd still like to use that in my – as yeah. my ancestor all, but, like, to have them in the kitchen as well. Yeah, so.
1: traditionally the heart of the home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will definitely be the heart of my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your house is pretty small. <laughs> it
1: will be pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. We sort of talked about this one. I liked this idea. So the next one I had was to connect with the spirit of the land that you live on. So we've talked about that a fair bit. Hmm. But one way this person suggested was to create a, I don't know if this is how you say it, but it's genius loci profile. So the spirit of the place where you live. So basically it's just a way to observe what you see around you. So note all the natural features in your area, animals, birds, insects, plants, trees, the bodies of water, hills, tracks, any kind of natural feature. And just from that... I thought maybe making a map of the place that you live would help you, like a hand-drawn map Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and just a note of where different things are
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and things that are important to you and also noting down how the energy in all of those places felt so it Mm. becomes like an energy map.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, and
1: also free, but it helps you connect to the land in a really different way. And you can sort of like you can do this, you know, just as you're going about your day and if you walk places in mm. the area that you live, which I would suggest, mm. um, you can check how the energy feels. So if you go down to a lake or a river near you, like how does the energy feel there compared to your house? Yeah. How far away is it? What's What's it like on the walk there? Yeah. Is, is there a park near you? Maybe you want to map out the park and like walk around and see what the energy is like there.
0: Yeah. Mm. That could also help you find a place to do ritual work as well. Yeah, like, Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's
1: more public, even just to leave the little offerings from your offering bowl in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Or you could just map your backyard. What's yeah. the different energies like in your backyard? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or your house. Yeah. Do an energy map of your house. Energy mapping. This is a thing.
0: <laughs> Copyright me. <laughs> Next book. Trademark me. Next book. Of course you've written another book, I don't know about it. <laughs> Mm. No, that's a really good idea. Mm. Yeah. I mean, getting to know your local area is really, is actually really fundamental to I think it is witchcraft in general, but yeah. also free witchcraft. Like, oh, yeah. You yeah. know. And, yeah, you can
1: note down on your map, you know, the, the pine trees down in this part of the park and it has this energy, but you can get pine cones there at this time of year, you know, things yeah. like
0: that. Yeah, yeah that's a, a really really yeah. like i know where there are holly bushes that mm-hmm. are, you know even though holly's a weed here but it means you can take as much as you want <laughs> i'm mean, gonna I have to go to a very specific place to find it but i know where mm. it is yeah yeah exactly okay i was thinking about time time as a free resource and i
1: don't have much of that <laughs>
0: Yeah, but, like, there are so many things that, that kind of fall under this. You've got, like, time falls into, like, actually giving time to your practice. Yeah. It falls into, like, phases of the moon is included in time. So yeah. you can do your spell against a certain phase yeah. of the moon. To and make it more powerful
1: if you want free. it. Free. Yeah. You yeah. know,
0: like, that's not going to cost you anything. You can do it to the time of the day, like, with the sun or no sun, <laughs> as the case might be, at night. Mm. And just, like, you know, that you can do spells that go over a number of days as well. I've always liked that idea. Yeah. 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 So you can can provide devotional time in that way. Yeah. Or you could even, um, so one of the podcasts I was listening to um, talked about devotional time being, like, dedicating something that you're going to do to a deity, for example, or some kind Mm -hmm. of spirit. So, like, maybe... Um, you work with say Frigg, for example because yep. it was a it was a heathen podcast <laughs> okay all <laughs> right, right. right. yeah and and before you start cleaning your house which uh-huh. is part of her aspect is that yep. of hearth and home yep. is that you light a candle and you say like i'm devoting this cleaning practice to you and then you go clean your house like yeah, which you've got to do anyway yeah yeah or like maybe you go and clean um, a local park yeah and before you start you devote it to the sp- spirits a place yeah so like time they will love that yeah <laughs> trust me yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so time is yeah. such an important thing that you can give Mm-mm. in your practice to so many different things yeah
1: yeah i hadn't thought of that that's really cool yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you that podcast that i accidentally <laughs> listened to yesterday <laughs> on my walk
1: dream journaling Ooh liz is not surprised by this at all dreaming dream and dreams and the dream state is really important to what i do what is foisted upon me moving on so dream journaling now yeah i suggest this i've written i would suggest this on a list of 10 most important witchcraft practices so for me it's really important i haven't had as much time to devote to my dream journaling as i'd like but yeah keeping your dream journal is free you just need the journal, um, or you can write notes on your phone. Trust me, like you don't need a special notebook or anything like that. And you don't need a dream dictionary. So those lists of did you dream about eggs and it means you're going to be oh, pregnant? I hate those books, they're they're a joke. Like they're just, <laughs> I've written, you don't need a dream journal. They're pure fantasy. <laughs> your dreams are unique to you, and the interpretation of the dream will be as well. So. Yeah, to keep a dream journal, I see it as really fundamental, but, you know, some people might not. And if you think you don't remember your dreams or that you don't dream at all, you do. <laughs> <laughs> most people do. It's just that we forget most of our dreams, like, almost as soon as we wake up. And then you've got to write it down as soon as you wake up. I'd, I really highly, highly recommend it. And, yeah, you can just put notes on your phone if you want. But, yeah. This isn't a fully free one. Like you'll have to have a notebook. I'd suggest writing it by hand because it helps you remember more. And, yeah, as far as the interpretation goes, like after you've written your dreams for a little while, you begin to notice patterns and you'll begin to see, you know, when certain things are happening in your life, you'll probably dream more about something or when something's about to happen, you'll probably dream certain things like jaguars and owls, which I've been dreaming about. Um. Yeah, so you'll begin to notice the patterns and it's the patterns that are really interesting when you actually go back after doing it and not even every day but after doing it for a year fairly consistently you'll be able to go back and go, oh, at this part, this turning of the season at this time of year I actually had more dreams about this topic or when work was getting really stressful or I was having this certain problem then I began to dream more about this.
0: Mm. And it's,
1: yeah, and it's also the predictive nature gets, gets really interesting as well but you need the patterns you need to write it down and it doesn't have to be pages i write pages because i'm a writer but you can just write some notes had a dream that i saw a flying pig it was green <laughs> just whatever's important to you like it may have been this really long dream about you know a multicolored farm but you remember the flying pig that was green and that's what stands <laughs> out so you write that down
0: so <clears throat> so two things that i got told at the ancestor workshop that i did one was that you can go to bed with a glass of water next to your bed and you can say hey you know good healthy ancestors because not all your ancestors are necessarily in a well space Mm. just like people just like people just like people living Um, people you know can you give me guidance on this and then you go to sleep but the glass of water next to the bed is part of like i guess that offering
1: yeah it also nourishes them i've heard like it's an offering of like almost symbolic but it's nourishing. It's
0: so like the dead are always thirsty is what I've heard, mm, mm, yeah.
1: Mm. I've also heard the fair are always thirsty too so, you uh-huh. know, take that Could into go account. Go which
0: way you want to go, yeah. yeah. But if you ask, you will get it. And the other thing she said, she, oh, and, and with that she said, you might not remember the actual conversation but you'll wake up with a resolution to yeah. the, the issue. Um, the other thing she said was, To, which is not exactly free, Mm -hmm. but she said keep a post it note and a pen in the bathroom. Yep. So that if you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or first thing in the morning you just jot down some notes and that will help trigger your memory. Done that. Yeah, to Done to write that. your dream down later. Or
1: just beside your bed, you yeah. know, because you'll get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But you might have to leave the light off if you have a significant other. I don't have that problem. <laughs> it annoys my cat. <laughs> but, yeah, like wherever you can actually write it
0: down yeah mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. if you do if you do share a bed with someone else maybe you do want to leave it in the bathroom and just make some notes and then yeah go back to bed or yeah yeah and I thought that I guess you could even get like scrap paper you could yeah you know cut up paid bills and yeah. keep it in the bathroom I don't know it doesn't have to mm. cost yeah
1: no but it's I, I I think it's really important for me I've had most of my like most some a lot of my personal breakthroughs have sort of happened pre like I'll dream about something mm. significant first and then it will lead to mm. Mm. not always but um yeah and the ones that feel more personal to me have usually come through dreams yeah so yeah. i highly highly suggest it and yeah it yeah. doesn't have to cost anything no and it feels to me it feels really really personal really significant Mm -hmm. and yeah sometimes like i've talked about my dreams with other people just sort of in passing and um yeah they sometimes really don't get the significance but for me it's been really significant so you know Mm.
0: um um dirts get to know your dirts get to know about dirt magic so is that uh, your next thing yeah that's my next thing I've actually
1: got that in mind too. Have you? <laughs> Not so much dirt magic, but, like, soil is a free resource that you can use yeah. when you're, like, foraging for
0: resources. Yeah, yeah. and um, same thing. Like if you, mm. So if you're one, uh, one thing that, like, stands out is maybe you, oh, this is going to look really dodgy, <laughs> but if you're needing help with money, you might like to go get some soil that's right next to a bank, you know, like... You know, just that pick an appropriate thing. place
1: near the bank.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just not under the ATM. Like, yeah. A... <laughs> Maybe if there's like, they might have a planter pot, and you... yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just be like... inconspicuous,
0: or like, but that like that's just like a one example, yeah. or like um, crossroads dirt. If you're yeah. wanting to open up a path, you might go to a, uh junction, T junction, mm. y junction. <laughs> I don't drive. Don't don't talk to me about those things. <laughs> you know, like there's just there's so much stuff with dirt, and you could do like a whole thing on dirt. So, like there's also graveyard dirt, but that requires a lot of preparation and yeah, proper yep. setup. So like I wouldn't just go into a graveyard and grab dirt. Don't do that. No. Make sure you learn all the proper respectful things to do, and that includes for the crossroads. Yep. Um. um so and also, also
1: legally, I don't know if <laughs> you're allowed to just go and dig stuff up from graveyards, but
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, that hasn't stopped me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes like I've been, I've been to places where like I've like, uh, so I've taken leaves from yep. a graveyard, for example, not yeah. not just dirt. So like, um, but you, you do have to be prop, you have to do all the proper things, like. Mm.
1: Gravyards, leave something like, for the graveyards are gateways, and you have to be careful. With you them. do, yeah.
0: Um, but so, so uh, crossroads, and yeah. you know, so and you do have to leave an offering to take the dirt. You just don't go and grab it. It's like you don't mm. just grab a bit of plant and take it away without talking to the space. So yeah, again, um, it's
1: kind of like getting to know the area where you live. You don't exactly. just, you don't just rock up into some stranger's house and go, hey, can I just. You know, I'm here to talk to you. Can I take something? Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm. yeah. Like I like I do it even when I'm clutching brows for my my joeys. I will say, mm. can I please take this? It's to feed my my baby joeys. And most of the time, the plants are like, "Yep, if it's yeah. for a baby joe, it's fine." So you know sometimes they're not I <laughs> they
1: have to go next tree <laughs> and the other thing is it doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing you no. don't have to do a little ritual every no. time it's, it's just it's just simply going hi can i
0: please for this reason
1: yeah exactly and sometimes they'll go no fuck off yeah. <laughs> and you can
0: usually really tell yeah it's a it's very much a, and then if you try to cut it after they've told you not to then you usually get some resistance oh yeah yeah <laughs>
1: so yes and the other thing is like if you if there's a place that's really significant to you mm. or even like dirt from your own backyard, I'd still ask. Yeah. But, you know, if you are a gardener and there's a certain plot that's grown really great vegetables for you or something, or beautiful flowers, or oh gosh. Or just it's infer- fertile. Yeah, or just yeah. you know, it's important to you because of you know, it's your yard, I don't know. Yeah. Use the dirt from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, yes. Dirt, dirt, dirt.
1: (laughs) I've gotten to my like cheap rather than free list. One of in the list that I found, they went through a whole lot of like cheaper alternatives to different things. And in candles, they had so we use a lot of candles in our practice. Most people (laughs) do, and their suggestion was to go to budget stores or what in the US is called dollar stores we used to have them but then things got too expensive to be a dollar (laughs) do you remember when we used to have dollar stores here
0: not in Tassie was this in the mainland
1: no we had a couple of two dollars like it was two dollar stores in Hobart it was actually
0: called the two dollar store
1: oh wow no I don't remember it but yeah then everything got too expensive uh anyway so yeah, budget stores um you can get all kinds of things Hmm. say it shiploads or I can't say chicken feed anymore The Reject Shop, that's the other (laughs) one. Jeez. (laughs) But thinking about that, I also thought, like, do you need the candle? You don't, unless you're going to actually burn stuff. (laughs) You might not need the candle. If you want a representation of fire, then you could draw it. Mm -hmm. You could, well, this isn't free, but like you could print out a little picture of a flame. You could pick a tarot card that has an appropriate picture on it you could collage it you could collage it yeah because it's just about the intention and the representation yeah but on that i did have this idea um doing a ritual where everything is represented with just a color cloth oh so you could have like the different elements are just a different color um you could have your representation of your god or goddess or Nondescript, mm-hmm. your deity, mm-hmm. with like a type of cloth that represents that for you. So, like, I don't know. Let me think of one. Venus could be like a really luxurious, velvety cloth, or I don't know. You could have like hessian cloth for a earth based de- deity or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that would be a really interesting mm-hmm. idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: And you don't have to buy anything to yeah. do that. You could just. Do you have old clothes sitting around? You could cut them up and use them for different things.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when mm. I lived in a um, residential college, like it, you couldn't really have fire, like you could, but you couldn't really have fire. You I could not supposed burn to have things on fire. No. So I did. I had representations. You yeah. Know. I, I foraged and found feathers. Um mm. I, you know, had shells from the beach, which again, I'm not much to know but you know. Things you don't know when you're a young person. <laughs> I had a stone for earth, you know, yeah. like so, and fire. I'm trying to think of something, something orange, something yeah. red that I could have found, like a flower, a rose, something. You could have had the match; you just, just didn't the, light it exactly. A <laughs> yeah. candle just unluthed, yeah. You know, or you know, bowl of waters easy for water, but you know, <clears> it's <throat> like you don't have to.
1: It's about the intention. You don't yeah. have to buy something, which is what we're talking about. But you don't even have to have. The thing, if you don't want to. I have, um, it it is a broad tarot deck, yes, so it doesn't really fit, but it's actually, it's called the Whirlworm Path or something like Mm -hmm. that, but it actually is built like that. You take the tarot or, like, the oracle cards with you. You can read them, Mm. but they have all the representations for an altar. Mm -hmm. So there's the elemental representations i think there's god and goddess representation there's like a chalice and an athame and it's all just pictures on the cards yeah but it's supposed to be so you can take the cards with you yeah and like have a full circle yeah but it's just pictures
0: yeah yeah mm. interesting mm. that's interesting yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 you could
1: make them yourself
0: yeah 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 nice yeah, I'm like – suddenly I'm like, ooh, soul collage. Yeah, Aww. yeah, of all the elements. <laughs> I need yeah. a spirit card. Aww. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a thought. I was, like, thinking about, like, what, what is it that, you know, I often do when I sit down and do some kind of ritual or some yeah. some kind of um, spell work, spell work less so, but, like, mm-hmm. an actual ritual itself. I was thinking about the fact that, you know, sometimes people have like ritual clothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, how could you do that free? And then it occurred to me, what has Wicca been like doing for eons? Skyclad. You could be naked. So That's if you're comfortable. I, I mean, maybe not out in public. <laughs> cause you might public get nudity. I mean, yeah, you'll get arrested. But... <laughs> but like, you know, in the comfort of your own home. You might like to do a ritual. Well, I mean, you can do it elsewhere if you want to, but ris- at your own ris- risk to you, um, freeze your nipples off. And nipples so- distracted both of us. Did you hear that pause? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Your
1: point is, you don't need special clothes.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I got mm-hmm. really sidetracked by nipples. <laughs> by nipples. And then I was, yeah, and you don't want to break <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> i didn't think you were actually distracted by nipples.
0: i was I, I, joking it was actually picturing nipples so yeah but like that's mm. that's true like you you could if you want to do it cheaply you could go you could, and find something at a thrift store um like you can a, make something make something or yeah. second hand store it's probably yeah. cheaper to get something from a second hand store mm. but,
1: i was thinking making from what you found at the second
0: hand uh, store actually but yeah
1: anyway uh, or yeah, just yeah.
0: use your normal clothes which is what i do yeah but, um, too. <laughs> you know i just sort of thought well that's we've pretty much already covered a whole ritual just in what we've already said so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: and another thing you could do like if you wanted something special and you didn't want to buy something maybe you know do you have not like special clothing but like if you wanted to try skyclad without being skyclad do you have like a special rug or a you know just part like just some article of clothing or yeah you know just something you know like a nice robe that you have
0: (laughs) robe (laughs) i just pictured cutting a whole head hole in a sheet and then just getting a belt being like
1: that's an original outfit we've made it if the sheet was silk maybe (laughs) i'd call you mad for cutting a hole in it (laughs) but you know yeah yeah it doesn't have to be you don't have to buy it new, or you don't have to buy it at all or you could just say i really like this jacket yeah i'm always gonna wear it yeah just to do magic
0: Uh, and the purpose of it is just for mindset really more than anything else like you don't need it at all yeah
1: yeah but it's just to help you get in that headspace yeah if you wanted to wear a ball gown be careful of fire but if you wanted to wear a ball gown to do your rituals in because it made you feel special i would say go it just you need a bit of extra space
0: It probably need a little bit extra money (laughs) Mm, yeah but yeah if you already had it yeah you know yeah Yeah, the point is (laughs) yes it doesn't, you don't have to, you know, go out and buy it from a specific
1: website and, you know. No. If you have the money to do that, that's fun and great and not a bad thing at all. But no. you don't have to do that. Oh. oh, God, I have so much shit. So, like. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> me too. I said yes because me too, not
0: you have so much shit. Sorry. <laughs> well, both might be accurate. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, mm. I, it, it is a case that you can you can do it. Yeah. All with no cost. Yeah. yeah. Look at what you've already got. Yeah. Yeah. Jars, you know, witches and jars. There's oh, my those God, that's my, that's my next point. Oh, that okay, I really you
1: want to go, get go. <laughs> Recycle jars and bottles. I keep all of my
0: glass jars and bottles for
1: so many things. I want that wall with all those herbs in it within the little glass jars. <laughs> um, I also, this person had the idea of putting all your nature finds in a jar so when you go out on a walk and you find something particular. But I thought you could have because I have so many jars because I keep all of my jars. I don't have any way to put them in the spot I keep them now, but I love them. Mm. Each time you go out, say you went somewhere particular, like you're walking along this maybe not beach because you can't keep shells, but I do. Yeah. Or like you went to somewhere special, like a special piece of forest that wasn't like a nature reserve that where you could collect things, you could have a jar with all the things you got at each place
0: oh. and it could be like
1: a record. So, yeah, you might have only got like a leaf and a stone.
0: Oh. But it's from that
1: place so you could write the place and the date on the jar. Oh. So it's like a visual as well as like an actual physical record. So it's like, okay, I need a leaf to do something or mm. I want to put leaves on my altar and i want a special leaf Mm. or i want it to have this energy Mm. you go and look through your jars Mm. and go oh i love this forest i'm going to take this leaf and put it in
0: Mm. Mm. you made me you made me think about um so one of the things i do with my ancestor work is um i have been to the graveyards of some of uh the people that are buried there Mm. And some of your ancestors, some you Some of made. my ancestors, <laughs> some of the people, just random
1: people. Um, she was talking about graveyard dirt before.
0: <laughs> this is kind of similar, so, again, be really careful about what you're yeah. doing and make sure you set it up properly. But um, mm. um, I will take, like, just sticks un- from under trees from in that graveyard. Yeah. And I will actually engrave on it um, which, which ancestor. Who, who and where. Yeah, yeah kind of thing. And yeah. then if I you know want to connect even though they're probably not well dead i can like to that space Mm, 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 mm. or it's a symbol of them because i don't have antiques from my ancestors Mm. like there's nothing that's been handed down to me so um so that's kind of my way of being able Mm. to do that yeah yeah
1: use photos of people as well yeah obviously if you can if you can yeah. yeah yeah i am going to be the family history keeper in my family at some (laughs) point so um i'm getting everything (laughs) at some point as things go along there's lots and lots of pictures yeah the other thing i do which some people might not fully like this but if there's a picture of an ancestor that a family member has and i have family members who will not give up even to make copies of the pictures they will not give them up so take a picture on your phone and put your phone on your altar if you're not against having your phone, you know, yeah. I actually like to have my yeah. electronics out of my space when I work. Yeah. Sometimes I forget and leave my watch on and stuff, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're okay with that or you don't have another option, you can't print it out. Like I don't yeah. have a printer at my house. So yeah, yeah, have your phone there if that's okay for you. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Or even have your phone there for a time or then, and move it if you don't want to do that.
0: Yeah yeah hmm mm-hmm. yeah that's such a cool idea, yeah and your yeah. phone
1: now takes such a you know high high resolution picture, it's pretty good, even if it's a picture of a picture, but
0: yeah yeah, it still works, yeah, yeah. it's still their likeness mm-hmm. yeah yeah, hmm, I don't know if I have much more else on my lists um, Pretty much we kind of covered it all. I have reused, recycle, which is more than just jars. It's like. Oh, the jars. Yeah. So, like, mm. use use what you have. Like Raid your kitchen. That was actually just
1: one of my points. I wrote raid your kitchen.
0: Yeah. Herbs. I mean. Spices. The toilet rolls. Like, you know, when you've used up your the middle. toilet paper and you've yeah. got the roll left. Um yeah. Use that to, you can put herbs and. I was going to say shit. That's kind of inappropriate Spice. I have to talk about toilet. Right? Spice. some spices. <laughs> yeah, and like natural things. You know, things that you found. Or like, you can even write on it and burn it. Like, yeah, you can reuse them. It's not yeah. like you have to, um, just toss it. Like, it's still mm. paper. It's still cardboard. Yeah. Um. Same. Like I said, cereal boxes before. Um. Mm. You know letters like maybe you get letters and you want to reuse the paper cut it up and use it as scrap like it doesn't have yeah. to be you don't have maybe to dye it in like um wattle flowers and yeah you know imbue Ooh. it with their energy like there's just so many things you can do with it yeah. so kind of get creative and think about what you can do to make something happen
1: yeah and i mean when you think about it really basically us in the western world we have lots of resources just in our house yeah even the fact of, yeah, the middle of the toilet roll. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> as who gives a crap tells us, like, there's a real lot of people who don't have a toilet in the world. Yeah. More people, more people have mobile phones than lose, imagine. So, you know, the middle of the toilet roll is actually a bit of a luxury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can yeah. use it. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it, it's nicer when it can be special. Yeah. You know, you go out and buy a nice paper, sure. But don't let that stop you from doing something. We have heaps of stuff in our houses that we can do this kind of thing with. Don't let cost be a barrier for you. No. Yes, it's always nicer to have nice stuff, but that won't. That shouldn't stop you. If mm. you can't get that, don't don't let it stop you from doing doing your magic, doing casting spells, participating in your practice. Like mm. there's lots of different things you can do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I do have one more thing Mm. if you've gotten to the end of your list. I have. (laughs) You you, you can go with the next ten things now. (laughs) When I – so this isn't free, but if you only have enough money to get like one herb, one crystal and a candle or something with colour, like what what would be the one thing? So Mm. I found these suggestions. So if you can only get a herb, get rosemary. So rosemary, these these are all like it's associations. you ready? It's going to take a little while. It has a sun or masculine association but is also sacred to the feminine. It's antibacterial, antifungal and good for coughs and congestions. It's a powerful protector. It's also related to memory, recall and mental focus. I always think of rosemary as like a remembrance herb. Me too because of the
0: sprigs in the hair.
1: But I also think of it as, like, remembering the dead and stuff like that, but Mm. it's also, like, actual memory, like it enhances your memory. Mm. It can aid in dream work and divination. When you grow rosemary, it can attract fairies and elves if you want that. It helps align with earth energies. Its cleansing and purifying can aid in spiritual healing. I've also, and I've read this in a few different places, supposedly if any spell calls for a herb and you don't have it, you can use rosemary and it'll still work.
0: Do you remember um, when we uh, talked with Corrigan and she talked about where that came from? Yeah. And it was from a throwaway line in a Scott Cunningham book. Well, it's still going around.
1: <laughs> this article was published last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yes, and I think I read that. Yeah. I think I went up and looked that up and it was sort of, it was really at a pinch kind of thing, like at a yeah. real stretch. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it had the protective qualities, you could sort of use it if you needed to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So crystals, if you can only get one crystal and you don't need to get any crystals. Mm -hmm. Like Liz said before, I prefer, I also prefer using stones. I've got lots of crystals, but I don't actually ever use them much in my matchy.
0: Yeah.
1: I actually just use stones from places that I've been that have meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, if you can only get one crystal, get clear quartz. It's the do-it-all, heal-it-all, amplify-it-all crystal.
0: And a lot of stones that you can forage Mm. will have quartz in them, just putting that out there.
1: Yeah, so, um, it's Earth's most abundant mineral, so not surprising. It's the most powerful crystal for manifesting. It raises vibration of any speller working. It stores information, which I thought was cool. So you can program your manifest, like what you want to manifest into it. Um, you can send and receive energy, even over long distances. It enhances spiritual intuition. It increases connection to divine energy. It balances internal energy systems and the chakras. It aids spirit communication. Um, it works universally with all other kinds of stones, crystals and gems. Um, and the, all the forms of it are equally powerful. So you can be raw or it can be tumbled, you know, the cheap little tumbled stones. Mm. If all you can afford is a little one of those, it'll still work. It'll, it's aligned with the sun, the moon and all of the zodiac signs. It can absorb excessive energy and regulate energy flow. And again, if a spell calls for a stone you don't have, you can use clickwats. Hey... Was that in a Cunningham book? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Um, And finally, the person talked about candles, but I think this is just colour in general as well. If you can only get one one colour candle, get white. Mm. Um, It's the most highly balanced vibration. The most highly balanced vibrational colour is white. So white is a balanced absorption of all the colours across the spectrum and contains the vibration and properties of all colours. So... And also, I think white or the natural color candles are the easiest to produce because they don't add anything into color it, so it's a bit cheaper. Hmm. hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. So maybe not rosemary, but rosemary, clear quartz, and white. Oh, I mean, like I don't know if it's necessarily not true, just that. I just remember that's where it came from. (laughs) It does have, like, reading through all the properties, I was like, yeah, I can see how
1: it could work for a real lot of things. And, yes, it can be used in exorcisms. If you listen to Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, you'll understand that reference. (laughs) (laughs) Rosemary can be used in exorcisms. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, so if you have little money, maybe think about getting those things. Mm. But you don't have to.
0: No.
1: You could draw those three things and you would have them. I don't know how you draw white.
0: The paper probably is already
1: white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just be, just hold the paper out. Look, This is white. Wave,
0: <laughs> and that's all I had. I'm Yay, done. Yay, me too. Yay. Yeah, I mean, it's it really is a case, and I know I, so many people have done episodes on this. Like, yeah, um, it just seemed good time for it. Again, it's our turn to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just a reminder to ourselves that you know we don't have to be caught up in this consumerist. Which, you know, I'm not going to talk about the books I just bought. Um, you can tell me about them later. I have a room of books. And it's not my work. <laughs> I did think when I bought these books, I was like, what am I going to do when I move? You'll
1: donate them to your friend <laughs>
0: or offer them to, <laughs> to to her to buy, because she probably will. I'm going to just need to put in like a shipping container for books. <laughs> That's a doable thing. And it is an achievable goal. So, um,. Mm. Yeah, like you know, I'm I'm far from being a.
1: It's a, not totally anti-consumerist. Like, no, I love me a good book, and I will buy yeah. a book I want. But um, you just don't have don't you don't have to. Is it, the point? It's yeah. not
0: a roadblock to yeah. to your spiritual practice if you don't want it to be.
1: Yeah, I know that. For me, it took me it took a while for me to get over like everything being perfect. Mm took me a fair while because i would think oh the magic won't work if i don't have everything correct the intention like that doesn't matter like i'll be distracted because i don't have this or i don't have Mm. that or the timing isn't right and it stopped Mm. me doing things for you know i'd put things off or i'd be i'd have to wait till i could afford to buy xyz yeah so i know it was a block for me but i think that came down to like experience yeah because i didn't know how to replace or just do without I didn't know what was really pertinent and what you know was just an extra thing to sort of focus your energy and yeah now I work with not much at all really I yeah. become a minimalist
0: yeah I was looking at my altar the other day and I thought if I had to keep uh if I could only keep three things on my altar what would it be mm. and I still don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> i think like i have this like letter opener i got when i was like 16 as my athame and it has an owl on it and i love it and even though it's like it's got like that nostalgia part so, so is mine athame so that would definitely be one mm-hmm. thing that i'd have to keep
1: yeah my athame was bought i think it's actually a letter opener that you could like kill somebody with uh, <laughs> it's like a small sword and yeah it was bought for me by my ex who didn't really get any of this at the time <laughs> but at, of his own vol- volition he went out to this antique store and he brought this for me oh it's so lovely and he didn't really get it and he didn't quite understand and he was a bit weird but it was important to me and he got it for me
0: oh it's so sweet and
1: i really love it and i still i still have it
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. Uh, so yes, I'd keep I'd keep my athame as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe like incense container. Yeah. I mean, I have a fair few things on there that I kind of like. Yeah, oh, same. So many But stuff. if if I had to
1: jettison Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's some stones that I have that I keep sort of near my altar that I got in other countries yeah <laughs> and brought home yeah orderly we yeah. declared them and they we got through I brought some shells home which I declared and it was all good hey um yeah so from the Orkney and Shet- Shetland Islands I have some shells and some stones which I would like to keep mm-hmm. so I had them near my altar but not actually on my altar they're <laughs> underneath it mm. so I'd probably uh, yeah I'm not sure what else I'd
0: actually keep mm. Mm. I mean, one thing I do use in my practice that is, it's the tool. Uh, it's interesting because uh, going back a step. Mm-hmm. So I actually use my bell or my singing bowl, okay. um, both relatively interchangeably. I don't okay. preference one over the other. Mm. Uh, someone was like, oh, you know, ringing a bell and summoning the spirits. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not what my bell's for. The bell's for me, it's for me to ring and go center into this space. Like, okay. And it's about, like, me getting into the right ritual frame of mind. Okay. But you could literally play a bell sound on your phone. <laughs> you don't need a bell. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I would find it very hard not to have a sound-based thing Yeah, in my practice because it's so yeah. important to me. Yeah. I do
1: like my little bell. Yeah. The really interesting thing for me is... Sometimes the bell, I understand the bell for sound clearing and it does really, like, get mm. me in the ritual space. Mm. But I know sometimes I haven't wanted to ring the bell because mm-hmm. I feel it draws attention and uh-huh. the wrong kind of attention. Like, I don't know what it is. My bell, again, it's, like, from an antique store mm-hmm. and it's tiny little, like, Chinese bell, I think. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's authentically Chinese but it sounds nice. Mm. Um and so, yeah, I use it because I like the look of it and its sound. But, yeah, sometimes I'm like I shouldn't ring the bell now. Yeah. It may draw attention I don't want.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love my bell. I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I really like it. Yeah. And I often ring it outside of ritual. Yeah. But sometimes in ritual it's kind of like, I don't know, let's put a spotlight on me.
0: <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Interesting. Yeah. 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 It's just- Preference. Yeah. And but, um. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need it. No, don't. The other mm. thing I was just I was sort of slightly thinking about was, I'm currently making a wooden deity representation for my altar. I actually have one of those statues that you can buy, mm. but I get the impression that she would appreciate something handmade and the Mm. biggest thing for me in finishing it is that it's not perfect enough and I have to let that go (laughs) yeah I can understand that especially Um, when you're like offering it to your deity
1: and it's just like (laughs) No, I <laughs> this think, is nowhere near as good as you deserve.
0: <laughs> I think that the the importance is in taking the time. Again, yeah. it's that aspect of time as a devotional yeah. part of your practice. Totally. Um, and this is a year in the making so far. But, like, that's something that you can do. Like, a, it's yeah. a piece of wood that, you know, you can find and then mm. carving you might need some tools to do that. But, yeah, you yeah, could probably do it with a knife if you have a good knife. So.
1: It'll probably ruin it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> depending on the wood, <laughs> one you can sharpen. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, very but true. um, I actually have um those the wood woodworking mm. tools, so mm-hmm. I do it with that. But yeah, so like that's another mm. another avenue, not free necessarily, but. And I mean, for things like that, do you have someone you could
1: who would trust you to use them? Borrow the tools from
0: exactly because that's
1: not going into your space. No, you're you're making it so. Yeah, they might have a drill. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly yeah you can borrow from people how's that for a crazy idea if you just need to use oh my it God. for a little bit yeah that yeah. never works part of me wants to be minimalistic and the other part of me is like i love my books <laughs>
1: part of me wants to be minimalistic but the other part of me know that's a terrible idea and i'll never do it
0: <laughs> i don't think i have anything else really
1: i don't think so I mean, there I had a few other points about like um going to thrift stores or antique stores and growing your own herbs and things like that. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I th- I figured those things were in enough podcasts. Other podcasts on yeah. cheap and easy witchcraft. Yeah. So it wasn't re- I wrote them down, but I didn't think they were really worth repeating, but there's still things to think about.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: If this is your first witchcraft on the cheap (laughs) podcast you never know
0: yeah i kind of i love i love the idea and and um i certainly should do more of it because sometimes i feel like Mm. i consume in a way to fill the hole of not doing any practice Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Mm. I know lots of people are guilty of doing that. It's Mm. like, oh, if I get this thing, I will do this thing, but I still don't do the thing. So it's like an empty promise to myself. So Mm. it's like Mm. how do you – it's like about moving past that requirement to be Mm. able to practice because you don't actually need it.
1: No. I'm not so good with, like, recognising seasonal change and stuff like that for me is usually, like, just – actually recognizing it Mm. i'd like to do more bigger rituals around the special times but i usually have assignments due around that time or something like that yeah but i will wake up one day and just go i need to do a spell now Mm. usually from a dream i've had Mm. and then there's no like planning there's no i will go out and get this thing yeah i just have to use what i've got there and the drive will be like it will be a drive. It will be, I have to do it now. Yeah. There is magic that needs to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, that means my consumption of things to actually do the magic <laughs> is quite small because it's usually just whatever the hell's around.
0: Yeah. Literally, mm. I swear when I go to do spells, it's very similar. It's mm. like I'll just raid my herb, my dry herb <laughs> herbs that I've the got from the herbs. supermarket, yeah. you know, and... Like bay leaves, I use bay yeah. leaves so much in my practice, Yeah, you know, so.
1: And if you get a big enough bay leaf, you can ride on it as well, just by
0: the way, what I usually yeah. end up doing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a huge, mm. huge advocate of um, riding on bay leaves and letting it go and I feel like that goes to the spirit world, so mm. Mm. to the other realm. To- I burn shit. <laughs> burn shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, here's one for you. Mm. Burying jars, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's bad for the environment or not? Glass jar. Mm.
1: If it's in a place that is already disturbed, so, like, your yard, mm. sure, okay.
0: Yeah. If you're taking it out into, like, a nature reserve, no. Yeah, that's half I feel too. Yeah. Yeah, I heard someone say that no one, no witches should use glass jars and bury them because it's bad for the environment, and I just thought, the amount of shit that people do on this planet, that's the thing you're going to pick on? <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel... <laughs> I feel similarly. Yeah. And, I mean, even, like, my house is next to a highway. There is nothing healthy about the soil that is around my house.
0: Mm.
1: So burying a glass jar once I hack my way through (laughs) the weed mat that's down that isn't full of, that's already full full of holes, yeah, it's not going to make an environmental difference.
0: I don't think so That in a big way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. if you're burying a jar a day or something or, like, a week. yeah. But, like, you know, if you're only doing a few over, you know, your if lifetime. <laughs> if you're
1: really worried about the environment, one of the biggest things you can do is not drive your car and how many people are going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult for us in the... This is a whole different topic. Yeah. It's very <laughs> difficult for us in the Western world to to do any kind of preaching about the environment. Yeah. Because... While we should try to do everything we can, a lot of stuff we just participate in without that we have to Mm. is so terrible. Yeah. So do what you can.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But don't sweat it if you can't.
0: Yeah. I think that's probably it for today's episode. Yeah. I hope you found it useful and if you have any more tips, let us know. We love hearing from you, even Mm. if it's just to say hi. Yeah. You where can you find us? On Instagram. Mm -hmm. witchy.bytes on Facebook witchy.bytes podcast we have an email address witchy.bytes at outlook.com and we have a postal
1: address we do we have a P.O. Box GPO Box 93 Hobart Tasmania Australia if you're overseas 7001
0: and
1: we will catch you at the next one which we're going to remember which one it is it's 38 (laughs) good luck to us (laughs)